Gifted Life Podcast, where we have conversations about organ, tissue, and eye donation. I'm Lori Steele. I'm Joey Boudreaux. I'm Sally Gentry. And today we're continuing a conversation that we started in the last episode, 101. If you hadn't checked it out, please do. But we're telling you about the transplant journey of Briggs Elliser, a pint-sized cutie. And on the last episode, we talked a lot about the complexities, his medical complexities and challenges that he went through. This time we'll focus a little bit more about his story and then the heroes that it made it all take place. And today we're going to talk about people love hearing their own name. Oh. What's that, Sal? Joey. Joey. What? Joey. 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 Lori. Can somebody? Oh, thank you. <laughs> Rick, Joanna, all you people listening right now, wish we could say all of your names, but that and more coming up on this episode of The Gifted Life, guys. Our hope is that you take what you hear here and spread the word. Yeah, guys, you know where to find us. You can rate and subscribe to us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and now even on Spotify, Sally. Oh, you took that Your away from favorite. me, Joey. Spotify. New. New, new in the new year. There so please go. help us spread the word. Also, <laughs> social media, guys. We know that you guys are active on social media. Facebook, the Gifted Life Podcast. Follow us there. Twitter and Instagram, at Gifted Life Pod. So we want you involved. You help us tell these stories. You help us spur those healthy conversations about organ tissue and eye donation. You are the key. So join with us, guys. We have lots to get to on this episode of The Gifted Life. You guys ready to go? Ready. Yep. Let's do it. All right, guys, The Gifted Life podcast. We appreciate you listening. We are continuing our conversation from last episode, episode 101. So if you haven't checked that out, please do. We're continuing to talk about the transplant journey of Briggs Elliser, a pint-sized cutie patootie, three-time liver recipient from Louisiana, who's now four years old. His mom, Brittany, joins us in the studio here. Hey, Miss Brittany. Hello. You were smiling, right? I am. <laughs> Are you choked up to talk to I me am. right now? <laughs> <laughs> you would think so, but no, I'm actually really excited to talk to you. Yeah, so Briggs is four. He is. Thriving. Yes. Talk about some of his milestones. Um, he is, he just had a birthday a few days ago. Mm -hmm. um, he is going to school. He is jumping around like a bean. He is um, laughing, talking, doing everything that we thought that he would do. He's now doing. Do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Giving his brother a big time. Oh, yes. <laughs> he is. He, he keeps his brother in line for sure. <laughs> I love that. He is so sweet. Um, and like I said in the, in the last episode, I've been following uh, Briggs' story since since he was born. Um, you've been doing a good job on social media of, of keeping everybody in the loop, and you have a, a huge following. So on Facebook, it's Blessings for Briggs, his journey with biliary atresia. So I remember following those those first steps, which we talked about last episode. I am honored to kind of go on this journey with you. And I remember February of 2017, so <laughs> it's Mardi Gras time, so we're not at work, and my phone goes off. And it's Brittany. And she says, Lori, I made contact. And I was like, what? And she goes, we know his second donor. We do. And we're talking right now. And I, and I just started like the adrenaline, guys, for me. Start, I was like, what? what? What can you tell me? Can you share? And then had this long conversation the rest of the afternoon about what that meant. Do you remember that day? Yes, very and much And what so. did that feel like for, for you? 
Um, it was just kind of like a dream come true because, you know, since everything happened, all we wanted to do is to be able to say thank you. So to be able to get the chance to actually connect with her over the phone and, you know, hopefully set up something to where we met in person, which we ultimately did do, um, was just a dream come true for us because I never thought it was going to be possible to be able to say that. And so Joey, from the clinical perspective, uh, you know, playing that part, and then Sally helping with the communication between recipients and donor families, and then this is the result. Well, and I know, too, just from different donor families and recipients that I've had the pleasure of working with, said that was the best opportunity and the moment of their life where they could actually say thank you or actually hear about Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. recipient. So often for us, you know, we're, we're meeting families in that acute uh, phase of grief. And one of the things that we find out about or are asked about more, most often is, will we ever get that chance? You know, and, and to see this come to fruition for you guys uh, mm-hmm. both is just, it's, it's so inspiring and amazing. So Brittany, you were telling me and you said his donor's name is Trinity. And then we were like, whoa, because <laughs> he's a three-time liver recipient three trinity mm-hmm. and it was like all coming together it's like yeah. oh this was meant to be right and so you were talking to mom olivia uh, olivia joins us now by phone uh, hi miss olivia hi there olivia hoblet is the mom of trinity uh one of the lifesavers for briggs um so we appreciate you joining us we want to talk about the trinity love hoblet foundation you can find that also on facebook but tell us a little bit about trinity thank you for having me today. And of course, this is always such an emotional conversation, right? So Trinity was born three pounds and that's where she got her name Trinity and the middle name Love. Wow! wow, So we moved to um, Amelia Island here in Florida, I would say about 14 years ago. And, you know, she's just a, a, a beautiful girl with full of energy and full of love who just love everybody. It doesn't matter who they are, if they're good or bad or naughty. Kids, she always have a smile on her face and she'll always give them a hug and saying, I love you. She always have that love in her heart. And when I started working for the Susan Caples and, and David Caples, you know, their daughter passed away from a car accident. And that's how we learned about um, what everything about organ donation. Um, they started a foundation called Katie Cables Foundation. And Trinity would always join the Katie Ride, which they hold every year in April. And as Trinity um, got older, she always tell all the riders, she's saying, um, well, you are an organ donors, right? Oh. And they're like, yes, Trinity, we are. You better be an organ donor. Oh. And so... Um, you know, Trinity was um, born with primordial dwarfism. So she, uh, at age 14, she was only about 29 inches tall. And 2009, she was diagnosed with multiple brain aneurysm. So we've always gone through multiple um, surgery. June the 30th, she was pronounced deceased from a ruptured brain aneurysm. And so she was brain dead, and that's when the family got together and says, you know, this is what she would want us to do. She would want us to donate her organs. And so we got together with LifeQuest, and so they said, 
if all the tests goes well between the liver and the heart and kidney, you know, they can go ahead and start the program and find a, um, a match for those organs. And so um, one day we went back to the hospital and they said they found a match for the liver, found a match for the kidney. They had to, um, the kidney, because she's so small, they had to infuse two kidneys, one. And then they found a match recipient for the heart. But the thing is, they said, we won't be able to find out about the family and we won't be able to write to the family or actually to the life class and the life class handles everything from there till a year later. And so I said, okay. So I would reach out to LifeQuest every maybe three months or six months and saying, do you guys have any news? I said, well, we, we can't give you any more information till after the year. So finally a year passed and part of me saying, okay, I need to write a letter to the LifeQuest. And the LifeQuest actually, from my understanding, is they had to white out a lot of Trinity's name you know, because I can't give too much information. And so they, LifeQuest received a letter and they mailed it apparently to Brittany. And Brittany, correct me if I'm wrong, was was there a lot of blackouts from the letter? There, there was. <laughs> yeah. So one day I was in my office and I received a private message on my Facebook. <laughs> Social media, yeah. <laughs> and I was literally sitting and it just popped up. I'm like, and my mouth just opened. And I just, I started crying. Aww. I couldn't stop crying. I called my husband and my husband was like, okay, slow down. What's going on? I said, oh my God, honey. I said, I think we found deliver recipient I was like I just received this mess private messages on Facebook and and so then I called the life quest and life Donna from life was like well they're not how did she find out about you I, said, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> but it just came up and so um I think I right after the I got off the phone with my husband you know. and life quest I um messages um Brittany back and we were able to connect on the phone within what probably 10 minutes after she <laughs> yeah. yeah Brittany's a mom on a mission for sure <laughs> she, yes she is I I mean her, she shared with me she said honey uh she Brittany shared with me that her husband mm-hmm. said I don't think you should be doing that and <laughs> you know when you give Brittany a mission she's she's a woman that she will never stop until she meet that you know mission and it was just incredible but we are so thankful that she did that right because then this i don't know how the whole system will you know will allow us to be able to meet them in person olivia and uh, i I want to interject something as you're talking about this different organ recovery agencies have different protocol that they follow here, we do not, you know, block out any sort of information uh, and right. kind of leave it open to the donor family and recipient family if they'd oh, like great. to interact. And we have no stipulation of any time frame. But I, but I oh, do. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So, but I do know that across the United States, 
it is not all the same. And you do have different, again, um, recovery agencies that do put stipulations on when and where and how often or the time frame, you know, this sort of thing. So I just kind of want to let you know that that is not the same across the board for all oh, of us. Oh, that's, that's, that's good to know. Yeah, we had to wait a year before we were able to write. Like we can write a letter and you know, within three or six months later, but they will hold it in the file and they won't mail it till oh. the anniversary date. So they, the they do let you know that, though, when you're, you're getting ready to write or, or, or you just found that out? No, they told us that when we decided to, when uh-huh. we were speaking with the LifeQuest and informed them that we were going to donate her organs. Oh, okay. But um, the LifeQuest was super excited when, you know, they were super excited when they found out that I was able to... Um, that <laughs> that's great Brittany and I were able oh, to connect wonderful. so but yeah so we um we started talking I was in my office and of course my staff was looking at me like are you okay is everything <laughs> all right do we need to get anything because Brittany and I were just literally c- crying on the phone uh. you know it was very emotional but also exciting is like we couldn't wait to meet them just knowing that Trinity's liver was in Briggs' body, right? Just mm-hmm. that feeling like that part of it was alive. So I think it's just so emotional, like, oh my God. It's like, I, I feel like I can feel Trinity. When we met that evening, um, we did a FaceTime with my husband and Briggs and, you know, the whole family and such a beautiful family. And, and Briggs, oh my God, I, I, I just, I love that boy to death, you know, and Sweet. things that like they were, the family was sharing with me, the things that Trinity would always do, like she'll stare at herself in the mirror, <laughs> stick her tongue out, you know, <laughs> the things that now Briggs are doing. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Trinity would always do that. So so it was really nice. And so um, Brittany shared with us the story that, um, you know, at, at the hospital and if they weren't for, you know, Trinity, she shared that he probably won't be here right now. And and I think it's the right, you know, I don't know how to say this as maybe it's, it's it was the right timing, I, I guess. It's hard for me to say that because I, I don't want to say it's the right timing for losing a child, right? Because... Mm. It's, it's the most painful thing ever. And um, but for Briggs to be able to receive Trinity's liver that now seeing him, his 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 laughing, his dancing, he's about to start his school and he's such a loving kid for him to have the opportunity to have a chance to live. You know, it's it's a good feeling for us that we didn't waste her organs, that and we how- were able to give other children or the people a chance to live and how wonderful that you all wanted to help mm-hmm. and that was trinity you know and we my husband and the whole family look at each other is what would we want to do that's what trinity would want us to do mm-hmm. i believe that when she started attending the katie ride for life every year she made that commitment that she would want to help others and donate her organs. And we can tell you, um, Brittany's a real big advocate for donation in the Louisiana area. And so she goes out and, and tells her story. And Trinity is now, ever since that day, <laughs> February 2017, ever since you guys made contact, she makes sure to mention and to let them know 
that had it not been um, for Trinity, um, Briggs wouldn't be where he is today. So to you, we know, hero, you say that all the time, but um, your thoughts on on Trinity? So I, I think, like you said, she is for sure our hero in every sense of the way. I think she gave Briggs the fighting spirit to to keep on and to hold on and to keep fighting till this day, even though, you know, it's not necessarily her liver still in him. I think there's always a piece of her still with him and he will carry that until the day he passes away himself. And I think that having that fighting spirit and always knowing that, you know, we have another family out there that, you know, we can connect with and bond with is just a blessing to us more than anything. So I think she's she's a perfect little angel. <laughs> and Olivia, we know in, in Florida, you guys have the, the foundation, the Trinity Love Hoblet Foundation. Tell us your goal with that, um, what your message is and, and your hopes. Yeah, so um, we just had the, um, you know, we established the foundation in 2016. And, you know, we it actually started with all the girls from St. Michael Academy, that school that Trinity attended. And we'll, we'll have lunch every month and every month we'll have a Trinity's moment. And it just came up like we should start a foundation. And so it was established in 2016. We had our first gala in 17. And this foundation is to support and fund a new neuroscience research for strokes, aneurysm, any cerebrovascular condition, but to also, you know, educate nurses and doctors and also spread the awareness about brain aneurysm. And so, and we recently had our gala this year and that was, I mean, I'm sorry, last year we had our second annual gala and that was very special because that's when we had the first opportunity to hug Briggs. Uh, that was, uh, you know, I was watching that, that on Facebook. <laughs> yes, that oh was amazing. <laughs> the feelings, I, I could not, when we got back to the room, my husband and I were looking at each other. We could not stop crying because when we held him, we felt her, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it was a very emotional feeling like this is very special. She's here with us. She's here with Brig. She's Brig's guardian angel, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so for also for Brittany and and the family to share their story and in front of the whole room, you should see that the ballroom was filled with people. They're all no there were no dry eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they love Briggs. So the second gala was super special for us. And, uh, and, and Brittany, we can't tell you enough. Thank you so much for, you know, allowing us to have that opportunity to meet you guys and Briggs and, and to, you know, keep Trinity, you know, alive in your heart as well. That really means a lot to us. And I, I just, I just want to say thank you on behalf of our family and and the foundation. And so, um, and we're uh, the third annual gala is going to be this April the sixth at the Ritz Carlton Amelia Island. And this is going to be a very special because, as you know, everything comes in threes with Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, so we're hoping that it continues to grow. And so, and then the weekend after, um, it's actually the Katie Capels Foundation, um, Katie Ride for mm. Life. So we are going to have Team Trinity, and this oh. is for the 
you know, to educate everyone about organ don why organ donation is so important. And so we're hoping to have a, a good team this year. Ladies, this is <laughs> something to be a part of. We always talk about all these people, these different talents coming together, help us make life happen. So Joey, from the clinical side, Sally, you work uh, donor families, I'm out in the community and we're spreading the word and, and we're hoping that stories like this are happening everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what do you guys, Sally and Joe, feel after listening to, to this unfold? Oh, I think this is fantastic Amazing. to hear the different thoughts and feelings and, and everything, the emotion that both of you all have been able to express and share with our listeners. Fantastic. <laughs> and and I, I'm just so grateful that the, there's been a shift in our industry you know, everyone is a little different uh, with with correspondence, but the shift in our industry that's got become a lot more progressive in in uh, helping assist, facilitate the communication and meetings because it's so important. We see it on the on the donor side so often, but of course, you know, uh, meeting with Brittany and others, understanding the 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 recipient side as well. So, you know, for us, it's so nice to see the the much more uh, loosely applied or different policies that have come our way. And, and we, uh, to be quite honest, a big part of that we see, and I believe is because of things like social media, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah, and, right. you know, if, if there's so many easy ways to, you know, find someone, obviously, why are we trying to interfere in, in those, uh, right. you know, meetings and we can see so many neat and cool moments so Brittany, i know that briggs he was the youngest member of team louisiana mm-hmm. for transplant <laughs> games and uh you know we're family now whether you like it or not Brittany, we're all family now um but i got to watch you watch briggs participate and the look on your i will never forget, like i take these images like these snapshots of these different times that are just so great in my life right and your face when he jumped in the water <laughs> and completed it, and you never thought you'd see that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Right. That was crazy. Um, but and I, I like social media too for that reason because I do feel like those big moments, like you just said, but also the small ones where yeah. you know no one is watching but me, and just getting to look in the back seat and see his brother holding his hands or things like that, or just the first day of school. Um, we're always very cognizant of you know like our donor family don't get these memories anymore. Mm. And so for me, it just makes it a lot harder, but a lot sweeter because I do get the chance to share those with Olivia, where it's maybe a few years ago, I wouldn't get those opportunities to because of social media. Mm-hmm. So um, I like to send her little pictures. <laughs> it's great because she always, I mean, that's the one thing I, I love about Brittany. She's, she always send us a lot of photos of, of Briggs and we always enjoy, you know, seeing Briggs and, and, and his brother and just the whole family and really, you know, makes us feel good knowing that, you know, Trinity is living on even though her liver is no longer in his body, but her blood still runs through his bloodstream, right? Mm-hmm. She's, she's, she's still part of him. And she's always going to be, you know, she's always going to be his little, um, his little guardian angel. Mm-hmm. And Sweet. I can see Trinity, I, we can see Trinity <laughs> in him. And Aww. that, you know, that makes us happy knowing that, you know, Trinity is still around and we enjoy every photo she sent us and <laughs> yes. you know, definitely put tears in her eyes. And Aww. You know, our, our only one more wish is we would love to meet the family who receive our heart, to be able to hear her heartbeat 
for you know one last time i think it's one of the gifts that we would love to have but that opportunity we're not having any luck so well, we're going to continue to follow um the trinity love hoblet foundation page i feel like we get to know more about trinity and and you i feel the passion the emotion uh behind those posts and the excitement uh, when something else is added to the to the gala as well so on facebook trinity love hoblet foundation um, you can follow what they're doing there in florida and then blessings for briggs also on facebook blessing for briggs his journey with biliary atresia uh, you can live those moments um, and see briggs stuffing sugar into his mouth <laughs> his, his birthday cake and dancing and saying things as well so two good pages there um, for information and of course donate life louisiana we try to share those with folks as well but miss olivia can't thank you enough, Miss Brittany. Thank you guys for teaming, for sharing your story, for helping to make life happen. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. And and thank you so much for to all of you for doing what you're doing. And, um, you know, there's a long wait list out there. So, you know, please keep doing what you're doing and keep educating everybody because we need to save more lives. Yes, I agree. We're a team now, Miss <laughs> Olivia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, we appreciate it. And, and we hope that you guys can, um, you know, share this podcast. Our goal is to, is to save more lives. It's just one more tool for all of us. Oh, yes. We look forward to it. And um, and thank you for having me. And Brittany, we love you guys. Love you the guys. Boys, and give them our big hugs and big kiss and a big love your way. What's in a name? You're on the gifted life. We're about to find out. Joe, are you nervous? I am. Sally's got <laughs> lots to fill us in on. What is in a name? A first name, especially. Tell me. Well, you know, the Sally. Thing, the thing is this, Lori and Joey. Ooh. You ever talk with somebody? They've already said their name. I forgot it. And you forget it. You go, yes. oh man, they're remembering my name. Because I have my tag on, yeah. Yeah, they can see it, but they don't have a tag on. What am I going to do next? Well, you know, one of the things that I think we're, most of us are guilty of is difficulty remembering somebody's name. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can remember last names. Mm-hmm. I, I remember a face. I go, darn, what is that first name? I've just reduced myself, Howard, <laughs> lately <laughs> going, so sorry. What is your name again, please? Uh-huh. Uh, it's better than trying to, you know, fake it because, you, well, you know, Joey, you get the wrong name, can't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, you know? I have many times. <laughs> And many years ago, I read a book by Dale Carnegie. Do you remember him? Yes, way back in, way back, (laughs) last century, okay? And it was talking about how to win friends and influence people. Mm -hmm. And said one of the things that's really very important is to remember somebody's first name. Mm. And part of that is, if you stop and think about it, when you hear your first name called, Something about it just sparks, you know, something inside of you going, oh, isn't that not, oh, somebody remembered me and knows my name. No, we're not talking about mom and dad. We're hoping they do remember your name. Okay. Well, Joey says that it's more work. So I'm like, oh, Oh, there you go. Other people, it's like (laughs) music, music to my ears. Name somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you know, you should never underestimate the power of remembering Mm -hmm. someone's first name because it really is a wonderful sound to our ears. And many times, as you know, it's just hard to, to 
keep track of everyone. I don't have enough room in my brain, Sal. I know. (laughs) Now, again, this is going back a few years in time, but I still remember Sam Walton, you know, Uh Walmart, Mm -hmm. that one of the things that he would do is he remembered all of his employees, whether they worked in the warehouse or whether they worked, you know, as a cashier, Mm -hmm. management, he could remember their first names, their family, you know, who all was involved Mm -hmm. in the family. And I thought, whoa, very impressive. They loved him. And that's really one of the reasons how Walmart became famous. Now, we're talking about back in the day, because nowadays, I don't know how many thousands of employees there may be. I mean, let alone the people here that work with us here at Lopa. Do you remember everybody's first name? I remember. Yes. <laughs> oh, you do. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Right. Well, way to go. But you're jogging my memory because when I was uh, used to be news anchor, but there was a certain politician who came in and um, I was pregnant, but he knew how many months I, I was. So every time he came back for a visit, he was like, oh, you must be eight months along. Wow. Now. Knew my name, remember my husband's name. And I'm like, this is the smartest guy <laughs> alive. See, I really? Love him. Getting yes. my vote. Absolutely. <laughs> he knows my name. He went on to do great things, and I think I had something to do with that. But, oh, um, I'm yeah, thinking right. He probably did well because he remembered. But you're you. right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And there'll be times that I will see people that I had worked with many years ago, and they'll go, Hey, Sally, great to see you. And it's like, Oh, wow. You know, it is, yeah. isn't it? It yeah. is. It yeah. really is. Yeah. So, all that to be said is that. Even if you're not very good at remembering names, you can ask because you don't want to, you know, kind of go, oh, well, how are you doing? I mean, you know, because it's really fast. Yeah, because (laughs) if you can't say it clearly and with some self-confidence and that person goes, well, I must not have been very important when you met me before. So it kind of helps stimulate that I'm important to you and you're important to me sort of mindset. So there you go, Lori, Joey. It's been a pleasure. Sally Gentry, we appreciate you. Now, it's still early enough in 2019 to where we can put that on our list of things to try to get better at. Well, you know, As maybe what we don't do resolutions, do. but we we focus on things to improve on. Right, well, Joey, there you go. Sally, and you know what you could do? you can carry around a notebook. And when you I'm gonna use someone. my notes in my phone notebook. Come on, Sal, yep. what is happening? Well, I'm talking about Sam Walton. We're back yep. in time. Yep. I love it. First name important. The gifted life. That's first name, right? We're, we're going to remember that one too. All right. Maybe you have a topic that you want Sally to cover. Email us info at thegiftedlife.org. In every episode of The Gifted Life, we honor a hero. Today's hero, Roger Winchester. Roger Winchester was a loving, devoted father and grandfather. He dedicated his life to working hard to provide for his children. Knowing that he could provide for his family brought him pure joy. Roger enjoyed traveling, holidays, birthdays, and spending time with his family and friends. Roger was a graduate of Xavier University in New Orleans, Louisiana. He retired in 2015, and from that day up until his death, he spent most of his days with his companion, daughter, grandson, and his Shih Tzu puppy, Versace. Roger's family is honored to share his gifts to save lives. And now we pause to say thank you to Roger for the gift of life. Well, in our question and answer segment, today's question, Laurie, is Ooh, for Lori. you. I like that, okay. 
How do I find out about volunteering in my area of the U.S.? Oh, yes. I love volunteer questions because I think volunteers are key. That's how we get the information out. That's how we dispel those myths. You are the key. You help us make life happen. So I guess I'll answer the question now. You can visit AOPO's website. We've talked about AOPO before here on the podcast, Association of Organ Procurement Organizations. So their website is aopo.org, aopo.org. There's a tab that says About OPOs. Click on it. Then click on Find Your OPO, Organ Procurement Organization. So there's a map where you can click on your region or state, learn more about the organization that services your area. We're just hoping you get involved. And if you need more information, always reach out to the Gifted Life. We also want you to know your question or your story is very important to us. You can reach out to us and give others some information if you might have it or ask us for some additional information. And you can email us at info at thegiftedlife.org or you can give us a call. What's that, that number? Ah, dun, that dun, number dun. is 504-648-3477. We'd really like to hear from you. What's that number? 504-648-3477. All by memory, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> Love it. All right. Thanks for listening. That's episode 102, guys, of The Gifted Life, the ending of a two-part series. And that was pretty powerful, all the moving pieces there. We certainly thank Brittany Elliser and Olivia Hoblet for coming in and sharing Briggs and Trinity's story with us. And uh, I just am so excited to, to see and hear the passion between uh, those two, how they found each other, the uniqueness through social media, and then how now they have such a close-knit bond you know, between those two mothers and families. Oh, absolutely. And think how therapeutic it is for both of them to be able to meet, to be able to share what has happened for each of them and and to have that bond now that you're talking about. And it's interesting to me, you know, after being in in family services for many, many years, uh, just to hear how different other OPOs do provide customer service. It was uh, something to hear from Dr. Seal in the last episode. If you didn't listen to that one, please go back and do that. That's 101 to Brittany with Olivia. It's just an amazing transplant journey. And we know there's more to come from Brittany and Olivia as they continue to work together and work with us to help us make life happen. And since Trinity um, is the hero that we were um, talking about with these moms Um, She would go around asking, are you an organ donor? I'm going to pose that question to you. Are you an organ donor? Were you inspired today? If so, registerme.org. Registerme.org is where you can go uh, to sign up to be an organ, eye, and tissue donor to give life, to leave a legacy. Uh, Now we want you to go out and do something that you would normally do to help us make life happen. We know you can do it. You're part of our team, and we thank you for listening. is a production of the Louisiana Organ Procurement Agency, or LOPA. The Gifted Life is hosted by Lori Steele, Joey Boudreaux, and Sally Gentry. Our executive producer is Kirsten Hines. Producer is Shalon Carraway. And we are recorded, engineered, and mixed in our Covington, Louisiana studio by Troy Perez.